What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Fitness Realty Podcast. This is going to be episode 83.5. I have Kit Bate from Academy Mortgage sitting next to me. Hey, how's it going? What's up, everybody? This is going to be so good. Uh, Kit is going to give us a whole nine yards about mortgages and exciting things about his personal portfolio, which sometimes on this channel, as you guys know, I typically don't ask very many hard questions. Kit is going to be the first to outline tons of Doing stuff. It. So We're getting real. Stay tuned. This is going to be amazing. All right, Kit. Well, give us some background information about you and personally how we can connect with you. Uh, just give us some personal background. Yeah. Um, so as far as just connecting with me, I'm on Instagram, Kit Bait. Um, you can reach out that way. That's got all my contact info there. But um, background on me, I've been in the mortgage business since 2006. So coming up on what are we at now almost 18 years um and uh it's been it's been a ride for sure i got into i got into it right before the market crashed so i went through (laughs) the the big crash of of 08 and uh, weathered that storm came out on top and the last i think since i think it was like 2015 or 16 um there's a, a national ranking. I've been ranked as one of the, the top 1% of loan officers across the country. Whoa. And so and that's, that's not uh, to pat myself on the back. I've got a great team behind me that helps out. And we've been able to help a lot of people um, and have come a lot across a lot of situations, a lot of unique circumstances. So I've got a good, a good uh, group that we can help a lot of people accomplish some dreams of home ownership. Yeah, I love that. Give us a little bit more about your personal background. How long you been married? How yeah. many kids you got? Because right. I know, All right. I know you got some Utah bred stuff here, but you also got some uh, outside of Utah yeah, stories. Yeah. <laughs> so lay it down on us. I cool. want to know about it. So this. yeah, born and raised in uh, in Atlanta, Georgia. <laughs> um, Get out so, of here. So yeah, grew up as uh, the the extreme minority in uh, in my my high school, <laughs> and then I moved out to Utah and became quickly. Um, immersed in in the majority and kind of blended in and and lost what was my identity Uh (laughs) growing up (laughs) in in Atlanta and um and kind of yeah refound myself and I um yeah been out here for for a while so now Utah's home to me and um yeah I, I grew up um Loving sports and everything, but what stuck a lot was um, kind of extreme sports. So snowboarding, wakeboarding. Mm-hmm. I got into cliff diving. I um, dove professionally um, at a restaurant that had cliff divers, and uh, <laughs> that was kind of my thing in high school. Hold up, hold up. Let's let's back up. Let's back Cats up. Out of the bag. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> let's back up because the first time you ever told me that, I was like, get out of here. <laughs> but okay, so for our viewers and yeah, for our. Uh, yeah. For our viewers out there that may want to just envision Kit, what was your uh, standard of clothing for? <laughs> Don't envision <laughs> too hard. Cliff <laughs> <laughs> I got the dad bod going strong now, but uh, back in the day, yeah, we uh, there's a, a themed, a Mayan-themed mm-hmm. restaurant, so cliff diving with like loincloths and headdresses <laughs> and armbands and you know doing the whole he-man uh, thing so that's it was, awesome it was a good time how if you guys if you guys remember what the mayan was comment down below if you want that to come back <laughs> oh, here we, we go. want the mayan to come back oh <laughs> uh, that's awesome okay well um i know you're into extreme sports uh i've been to several of kit's uh presentations and there is this slide on his slide deck that is of him flying holding on to a wakeboarding rope while he's wakeboarding. So give us a little background about that thing. Yeah, the Air Rally Superman, just uh, it's, it is a difficult trick to, uh, to learn. 
It'll it'll wreck you for a <laughs> while, knock the wind out of yeah. you, bruise you, and uh, eventually you figure out how to how to be crossing the wake at you know 50, 60 miles an hour and and throwing yourself through the air and and being able to pull your feet back down after the trick <laughs> instead of just leaving them up there uh -huh. as you hit the water. How many times did you fly through the air and just like, oh, not this come is down. not going to be good? Yeah, yeah, a lot, a lot. Um, I would say I would say at least um, I think it was four or five times the first go at it. Ooh. But then you kind of your body goes numb a little bit, so yeah. you're just like, let's go again before I start getting the feeling back because <laughs> it'll hurt less if I if I wreck again now. Oh, that's awesome. Well, dude, I, I love that. Do, do you tend to um, just gravitate towards those sports because your family wants to do those or you just have that personality that you're yeah. like, I'm going to go big? No, like it, I didn't grow up with uh, with older siblings. I'm the oldest and cool. just kind of yeah, I got into diving was really my first thing. And then when I moved out to Utah, um, started getting involved with a lot of snowboarding and wakeboarding, you know, going big off cliffs, throwing like double backflips off of Jeez. crazy, crazy jumps, getting in trouble by ski patrol. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah, just that rush of, of going big is, is something that I've always loved. That's pretty cool. And, and so now I kind of want to transition into the mortgage world. We kind of touched on your team already, but you bring this level of intensity to the mortgage industry. So kind of like Give us a little bit of more background about mortgages, academy, and your team. Yeah, so a um, little background on that as far as just getting into the business. So my background was in, in sales. When I was going to college at the University of Utah, I uh, had a job doing phone sales and oh, nice. just a part-time job working. Wait, where at? Because... This is it Converges? Uh, no, it was oh, not Converges. Okay. No, no, no. Discover card? <laughs> no, we, Marriott. We, Marriott. Okay. Marriott Vacation Club. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, just uh, talking to people, trying to get them to go on timeshare presentations cool. up in Park City. And, and I crushed it. I was like the top guy in the office. I was working like 15 hours a week, making full-time money, paid my wow. way through college. And I was like, I love sales. This is amazing. <laughs> and then someone that was doing mortgages caught wind of that and was like, Kit, mm. you need to check out a different sales industry, kind of the same, same skill set, yep. but just a different product. Interesting. Um, and so I learned what a mortgage was at that point. <laughs> <laughs> right. What's a mortgage? Yeah. So that's, that's how cool. I kind of got into it. And, um, so, you know, financing homes, whether that's refinancing or financing investment homes, mm -hmm. financing primary residences. Um, and so over the years I've grown my business and I've grown my team so that we can have a great process because I'm constantly hearing about the flaws of the industry gotcha. and how everyone's so reserved about buying a home because mm -hmm. it's such a bad experience in general from what people have heard. Right. Um, and so that's where my team comes in to be able to help with a lot of those processes that usually a loan officer is trying to do everything on their own. Mm -hmm. And so they, they are good people and they're good loan officers but they don't have a good team and they don't have a good process. And so once you grow and scale your business, you've got to be able to still provide a high level of service to your clients, mm -hmm. um, but be able to service more of them because yeah. as you get better, more people will want to work with you naturally. And For so sure. that's kind of what I've, I've put together a front end assistant that helps out on the intake side and then a back end so that once someone's under contract, we've got things flowing all the way through. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. So give me the top two reasons why the general public would want to use you as a lender that we didn't kind of, I mean, we kind of brushed over a couple of those, but give yeah. me the top two, like top two, these are the top two things. So why I'll use, give you, we should I'll give use you three. I'll give you three. Here's top my, three. <laughs> we'll give you bonus round. Bonus. Woo -woo -woo. That's the intensity. See, <laughs> 
Um, so really my, my three things are communicate, educate, and elevate. Dang. Um, so communication is super flawed in the industry. So you've got to have good processes. You've got to have good support. Someone in the office all the time. So while I'm out here right now recording this with mm -hmm. you, I've got someone in the office so that as clients are calling in, they're getting taken care of. Nice. Um, processes for follow-up, processes for lead conversion. So mm -hmm. as someone refers somebody to me, if you try calling somebody one time and they don't answer, a lot of times loan officers, realtors, they're not good at follow-up. And so then they find so out, true. they'll follow up like three months later and they're like, hey, I never heard from you. Like, oh, we closed on a house last week. You're like, why didn't you call me? And uh -huh. it's like, well, why didn't you follow up? And yep. um, so communication is huge, having a good process there. Um, educate, mm -hmm. a lot of education. So I've been coached and mentored through the years by some of the greatest uh, people in the industry and in the real estate industry and the mortgage industry across the whole country. And, oh. and so, so I try and educate everyone else on that, whether that's clients or whether that's you know my referral partners as realtors, mm -hmm. um, providing that education, providing those processes and systems to grow business, but also the education in terms of a client's perspective of providing classes to educate like how to go about getting your first home where, where you're at, how to connect the dots on getting to owning a home. Right. And then at the next level is, is how do you own multiple homes? How do you start creating wealth via real estate? And so that's a lot what I teach about in these classes is how to do that. Things that should be common knowledge that in the industry are pretty basic principles, mm -hmm. but in, you know, in society, nobody knows about it. Yeah. We never learned that in high school. Yeah. Psh things that should I be I was taught. learning Pythagorean's theorem or whatever, you know? <laughs> yeah, how, what's Sorry, the, what's math. the circumference of a, yeah. of a circle? I'll use that for Dumb. sure. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so that's that's really my thing is, is communicate, educate, and then with all of that, elevate. Like taking life to the next level because nice. I grew up, um, I grew up very, very humble circumstances and not having a lot, um, not being able to give a lot as a result of not having a lot. Mm -hmm. And so as, as I've surrounded myself with a lot of great people, I've been able to, to have a lot of things. And so elevating life, whether that's financially, you know, building wealth mm -hmm. with real estate or just having systems and processes, not only in business, but in life. So mm -hmm. regular date nights, regular dad dates with my kids, what? having a regular savings. Whoa, 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 back <laughs> up. What are these kid date nights? Uh, Drop some knowledge on us. Yeah, so just a system like anything, like so, you know, we we're talking about the communication, having follow-up for clients mm -hmm. to be able to get more business. Um, and so if you wanna be great in, in your marriage, if you wanna be great in your parenting, you've gotta have systems mm -hmm. and processes and not just wing it. People just wing it all the time in business and personal life. Mm -hmm. and and then they're mediocre in personal and business. Um, and so, so like when my kids are a little bit older now, so now we've got the built-in babysitters, which is awesome. So good. Um, <laughs> but before my kids were, were old enough to, to take care of each other, mm -hmm. um, I had a babysitter that I hired. And as I said, show up every single Friday night at six o'clock, unless I tell you otherwise. Whoa. And I would say probably half the time I forgot it was Friday. Yeah. I get a knock at the door. Right. Hey. And I'm like, oh, shoot, it's Friday. Cool. Come on in. Yeah. Like, my wife, let's Natalie, Nat, I'm like, yeah. Nat, let's go. So, go where? We're going on a date. Anywhere. Oh, okay, it's Friday. Cool. So, we'd hop in the car and we'd go figure it out. But we had that accountability. We nice. had a system and a process. So, it just happened. Mm -hmm. And so, that way, our marriage stays super strong. Then, Dad dates is a fun one too, where same kind of concept. I tell my kids, I'm, I take them on a dad date once a month. I got four kids, four mm -hmm. Saturdays a month. Solid. Oldest gets the first Saturday, second, third, fourth. 
Um, and I told them that. So there's the accountability piece. Nice. So it's a system. It's a process. So they, they're always asking me, hey, dad, whose dad date is it? And mm-hmm. then I just let them choose somewhere to go. So we'll go rock climbing. We'll go on a bike ride. We'll get ice cream. We'll go ride the Ferris wheel at Shields. We'll go, um, yeah. you know, just do do fun stuff together. Sometimes we'll go catch a game some we'll, and we'll spend a little more money. But mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be anything expensive. But having a process for one-on-one time with my kids because we mm-hmm. do a lot of family stuff. And we don't, we overlook the opportunities to have one-on-one time where we, we get super like deep and personal on the conversations about, you know, who their crushes are, what they're struggling with, Whoa. things that, you know, they're not getting along with their friends and mm-hmm. things that don't happen when the whole family is around and they're not just going to be like opening up all of a sudden in front of the mm-hmm. other five people in the car. So Yeah, that's so true. Um, I want to let everybody else out there know that I feel like this is a huge value piece. Um, I actually started that with my own kids. We we're like two months in. Uh, missed a couple because we weren't as good about having the accountability and, and the, the process part that you're talking about is huge. So if you guys don't have a great process, things don't happen. And obviously where I'm trying to implement this in my own life, our process wasn't quite there. But um, I took my daughter out and my oldest son and uh, my third boy now, um, my last one we haven't done yet, but my uh, those three experiences were something that I would never trade. Like yeah. it was huge. So um, first off, I wanted to say thank you for providing me with some of that education and helping me elevate my own life. Um, but also that I think that more people should take that opportunity to do something like that. And sharing that, I think, is big. Yeah, you know? it's it's uh, it's too easy, and it's, but it's just having a system and a process. You know, mm-hmm. having those habits, having those routines, so that it's just part of what you do. And and greatness is really boring, right? Like yeah. you look at people and you're like, oh my gosh, how did they achieve that? It's like, well, they did the same thing mm-hmm. all the time, and it gets kind of it gets very repetitive, gets redundant, and mm-hmm. and you know, sometimes on Saturdays things are busy, and I got four kids that are all in a bunch of different activities, and so it's like, how am I going to squeeze in a dad date? Sometimes we got to move it to Friday, or sometimes we got to yep. move it to Monday, um, and but we but it's part of a process, so it just just happens. Yeah, that's so cool. Um, I think that's a huge value. So for everybody out there, take a piece of that and see how you can implement that in your own family. Um, or in your own relationships, really, because I think that's just big. All right, well, let's move to kind of uh, why, uh, let's let's move to one major thing, why realtors should work with you. And realtors and specifically my team. Yeah. Why should we pick Kit over everybody else? Love it. That's a that's a solid question. And in, in addition to those three things, right? Mm-hmm. The communicate, educate, elevate. Mm-hmm. Um, really, the the ultimate focus for me is to be the lender that will make realtors the most money. Solid. Well, we we want to make more money. Yes, and so like, like duh. let's do this. A lot of times, because a lot of times lenders are going around with with a, asking for a handout. Mm-hmm. There's like, hey. We're buddies, right? Like I, yeah. I jumped on your podcast. Can I? Can you right. hook me up? Like, and there's, uh, or there's, or it's like, let's go grab lunch, or here's some donuts, or let's go play golf, or get our nails done, and like mm-hmm. things like that that are fun to do, and you build relationships, and that's that's cool. Um, but coming in with like real value, like mm-hmm. here's how I'm going to help your business grow. Here's mm-hmm. how I'm going to help you convert more. Here's how I'm going to help you get more referrals. Mm-hmm. Here's the processes that I'm going to create for your business so that you can have a better life and not just do more business. Because a lot of times people don't want to do more business, mm-hmm. but they all want to make more money. Right. So a lot of times in your mind, you think, well, if I do more business, I have less time. Yep. And so I'm not going to sacrifice that because 
I like my, my family and mm -hmm. I don't want them to leave me. Yeah, <laughs> and fair. so, um, so creating processes and systems to scale your business and things like that, where you can do twice as much business mm -hmm. in the same amount of time or less. Whoa. And so that's kind of something I've been coached and mentored on. That's something I've done personally with my business mm -hmm. and, uh, and to be able to help everyone else do that. So I'm a business partner and not a vendor that's just like, well, this is who, who I, I use for that. my people, but like working together to collaborate and grow and improve business, get more business, convert more business and have just a better all around, all around life. So I love that. That's me. Um, the cool thing I think about what you said and that we've personally seen our growth in our business with you, um, and, and it kind of circles back to that education piece, and um, we're going to kind of go for a ride on Kit's personal portfolio here in a second. Um, but the thing that I think that out of what you said was um, being a partner. So a lot of times in the lender-realtor relationship, like what you said, it's a handout or they have their handout ready for mm -hmm. business. Um, I love having a partnership that really is like a symbiotic relationship because it works better. As you guys know, um, in relationships that are one plus one equals way more than two, that's way better than just one plus one equals two. Or what happens a lot of times in realtor lender relationships is it's one plus one equals zero because nobody's doing anything for each other and then nothing happens. Right. So, uh, with the education piece and just for us and our pers uh, personal growth in our team and in our sphere, the education classes that Kit teaches, um, and we're going to have links down below for the classes and how to find that, uh, but one of them is a first-time homebuyer class and one of them is a rental property class. And out of the rental property class, I know personally from one of our uh, contacts, they're getting ready to list their house for a rental and get that going. I believe it's like $600 a month in cash flow, uh, but don't quote me on that. And Kit was the one that brought them the education to understand how to do that. What I did was just put them in the right place at the right time, which was amazing. Down below, you guys are going to have links to these classes, so I'm excited for those. Thanks. Uh, real quick, though, or maybe not quick, but tell the audience about your personal portfolio. How much money does it make? How many rental units? Like, we want to know why you actually went and did any of that. Like, what does it, why does anybody wake up one day and they're like, well, I want this many rental units. Like, what does that look like? So, yeah, so I got into the mortgage world and that's where I started discovering and understanding how much wealth that real estate really can can make you um, without having to have a lot of money. Cause like I said, I didn't grow up with a lot of privileges. Um, and so I had to figure out on my own without having any handouts how I was gonna, gonna make it happen, how I was gonna build wealth. And so uh, so my own real estate portfolio started obviously with my first home. Mm -hmm. And and Number I knew one. that when, when I bought that home, I knew that I was gonna keep it and just have it as a rental property. That was my goal going into it. Mm -hmm. So when the market crashed, I bought it in 06. So I bought Whoa. it, so here's some, here's some real numbers for you. I bought All it right. in 2006, paid 205 for, for okay. my first home. Um, and everyone's like, Hold shoot, up. we should have all bought 10 of those. Yeah, I was saying, <laughs> we, we all want that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but I didn't. I only, only got one. I should have bought a million. Um, and then fast forward two years, the neighbors down the street with the exact same home as me were selling it as a foreclosure uh, for like 130 grand. So Ooh. I'm backwards, $75,000 on yeah. this thing, like 40%. And, and so I'm like, shoot, that's too bad. But I don't really care. Yeah. Because you don't lose money unless you sell. 
Solid. And so in that market, if you sell, then you lose money. But if you don't sell, then you've, you've got that asset that continues to go up in value eventually. Real estate mm. always goes up eventually. We go through those market cycles. Yep. Um, so then what I did in, uh, in 2009, when the market had bottomed out, I don't mm -hmm. freak out. What do I do? Bought another buy, house. Buy another Sweet. one. Everything's on sale. <laughs> and so, <laughs> so I went and moved into into a much bigger home that I could I could have long term, mm -hmm. raise my family in, and rented out that home. So at that point, the mortgage was just barely, or the uh, the rent was just barely covering the mortgage, mm. and and it was good. And over time, the value continues to go up in the home price. Mm -hmm. the The cost of rent continues to go up. So now it's almost double what it used to be. Whoa. And the balance of the mortgage has continued to go down and is nearly paid off, not by my own money, yep. but by the renters who have generously contributed towards my retirement right. package. So, <laughs> um, so then I bought the I bought my second home, um, had an unfinished basement, and we. Uh, we finished the basement right away, even mm -hmm. though we only had two small kids. We didn't need the space, and we just rented it out. So, Whoa. so we had we had kind of two rentals, rental units at that point. One was a single family home, one was a basement unit, mm -hmm. and so we've got some cash flow coming in. Um, and then during that same time, fast forward, maybe I think it was like three or four months after we bought the bought our home, um, the second home, and. Bought another home, picked up a, a property that again was a foreclosed property, um, and picked that up for I think it was like sixty grand. Whoa! Single family home. It's like wait, think, where did you buy something for sixty grand? So this this was happening all over the country. This was down in Vegas, um, okay. where this was at. So um, had a friend that was that turned me on to mm -hmm. the Vegas area because there were so mm -hmm. many properties like that. And so I'm like, okay, cool. Like, I'm 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 in. Wow. And so picked that one up. And still own that today. Um, Whoa! And it, Break down the cash flow for that thing. That's got to be a cow, right? Yeah. Now. So, um, so in that area, the the rents are going for around thirteen to fifteen hundred dollars a month. Um, wow. And and I bought that in '09. I paid it off pretty quick, so yeah. that one's free and clear. So that's cash nice. flow. Now I've got I've got taxes. I've got insurance. I've mm -hmm. got um, some small utilities, and I have a property manager that takes care of it for me because it's far enough away that yeah. you know I don't want to deal with it. So at the end of the day, I'm putting in. Uh, I'm probably about a thousand bucks that's going in um, into the bank after all expenses a month just from that one property that yeah. now is also worth. Uh, I think it's gone up to about three hundred and thirty thousand is what I could Dang. sell it for today. So um, that's the that's the power of of real estate. That's the yeah. beauty of it. Um, so then, a couple of years after that, I uh, picked up a, uh, a sevenplex little apartment building. Oh, dude. And so, um, that's just awesome. Continuing to in invest, right? Yeah. Like if you if you look at um, dollar cost averaging into right. stock market, where mm -hmm. you're just constantly putting money into the stock market, yep. it's always going to go up. When it's when it's those long term stocks, right? You're not right. flipping stocks and trying yeah, to do the get trading. rich quick stuff. Yeah. Um, but those solid <laughs> stocks that you continue to put money into it, even when it goes down, mm -hmm. and you put money in because it always is going to come back and go up. Same thing happens with real estate. Will it'll go through those cycles and it'll come back. And when it comes back. Comes back even stronger. Kind of comes rents, back rents roaring are higher, back. Values are higher. Yep. So anyway, so I bought a little sevenplex, um, and have that rented out. That one's also paid off, and so that's just cash flow. That's getting a um, paid off sevenplex. Yeah, it's, uh, it's it's a good thing. You know, it just yeah, it, it's it's created so much cash flow that I was able to 
accelerate, hyper accelerate how fast I was getting it paid off. Mm -hmm. Um, and some people think that maybe that's not the best strategy because you want to keep your cash liquid. Uh, I'm to a point now where I'm focused on just eliminating debt nice, so that I can be in a spot for retirement. I'm, I'm going to be one of those crazy one, young ones that, uh, that retires and everyone's like, well, what are you going to do if you don't work? I'm like, I got some plans. Yeah. So <laughs> I know, I know what I'm going to do, but, that's um, cool. But anyway, so I've got that paid off. That brings in before all my expenses, um, property management fees, mm -hmm. taxes, insurance, utilities. Mm -hmm. um, I'm, I'm about $7,000 a month um, on that. On raw passive income. Yeah. So minus, minus everything else, that leaves me with maybe you know, 5500 yeah. bucks or more a month yeah. that, um, that I'm putting away. If you're not hearing, you should come to a rental property class. <laughs> yes, I try, learn it, I, I give learn it from somebody <laughs> that knows what they're doing. Yeah, and so I, I've I've seen a lot, felt a lot emotionally because that's the other side that people don't always consider. Is mm -hmm. there's the numbers where you're like, here you go, you can make make millions of dollars doing this. And you're like, sweet, I want to do it, and then you yeah. get into it, and it's like, oh crap, like, well, I didn't know that I was going to have to deal with this or feel oh, yeah. this, and like mm -hmm. go, have this this mental torment. Yeah. Um, so I've been through all of that, and that's where like I wish somebody would have provided more education to me sooner and then I would have mm -hmm. bought a lot more real estate right earlier in 06 and in 08 uh, and now <laughs> now you know I'm, I'm to a good point where I understand it but I'm trying to pay it forward and give that's that cool. information for free these classes are free that I do that's the other thing a lot of people ask you know how much it costs because um, I just want to be able to help everyone understand you know create opportunities for for them mm -hmm. I love that so total what is your portfolio um, so total total value of mm -hmm. real estate portfolio. Um, we didn't talk about the uh, the cabin that we've got. Um, and a cabin that's going to be an Airbnb, which is another piece Dang. of it. Um, <laughs> okay. But oh gosh, all said and done, I'm about what one, two, three, four, about probably probably a little over four million dollars in real estate that I own, um, and then equity on that is probably sitting around. I think it's about 3.5 so whoa um, so yeah okay headline that four million dollar <laughs> worth four million dollars worth of property three and a half million dollars worth of equity yeah which so is it's massive yeah it's it's a powerful tool real estate is just you know it's it's a it's a way to create a lot of wealth when you're not coming from wealth yeah no that's really cool um, something really big there, I think, is that if you guys aren't learning these tactics, then you just get left behind. But we have ways for you to come to kids class and you guys can learn straight from the horse's mouth, as they say, um, and straight from somebody that has experience doing this type of thing, which is amazing. All right. So we are going to wrap up, but I wanted to just go over really quick what it's like to be a lender, like why do people select that kind of business? How much money do you make um, on a daily basis or a monthly basis or whatever? Um, and then go into the craziest stuff that's ever happened to you. Cool. We can do that. <laughs> um, so mortgage business is, like I said earlier, I was good at sales. It's kind of just another arena of that. Mm -hmm. um, but it's more educational. It's more uh, more sophisticated, I think, than a lot of sales industries because there's a lot of moving pieces, a lot of Tons. government regulation, and so you've got to be on top of all of that. Um, so why would someone want to get into the industry? I think the opportunity is mm -hmm. limitless. Like you can you can make as much money as you want and as and as quickly as you want. Nice. If you're willing to put in the work. Big 
if consistently too, yeah. right? Because a lot of people get in like I can do this, and they get in and they hustle and they grind it out for a week or mm -hmm. a month or six months, and they're not making the money they thought they were mm -hmm. going to. And so it's not an instant, it's not a get rich quick thing, but it has that potential where you are in control of the business, you're able to grow it. Um, if, if you like structuring and problem solving and you're good at putting puzzles together and things like that and your brain mm -hmm. operates that way, um, then then it's sometimes a, a good thing to consider, just the logical cognitive you know, processing mm -hmm. uh, because there's so much of that on a constant basis. Um, but it does require a lot of work. I've seen a lot of people, especially in the industry right now, that got into it and and have failed and they've got out real quick because mm -hmm. they got in when rates were low and they're thinking, sweet, I can get in, I can learn mortgages. And then while they were learning, rates go up and right. now it's not as easy um, mm -hmm. to just pick up business. And so you've got to be able to be coachable mm -hmm. and be implementing, not only coachable, because there's a difference between being coached and actually implementing things where mm -hmm. you, you know you take advice, it's like, oh yeah, I'll listen to you, I'll talk to you, I want your, your opinion, but to have, have the dedication and the focus to do those things on a regular basis, making tweaks along the way so that eventually you build mm -hmm. how you, you build your brand, you build your reputation, you build your processes, and you build your business and build that wealth. Um, so it takes a lot of focus, a lot of dedication, working, you know, creating things to do, because I see a lot of people get into the business and when they don't have anything to do, mm -hmm. they're going and playing. Yep. They're like, sweet. I'm taking I, go, the day I, can off. Play, I can go play nine real yep. quick, or I can go, you know do whatever. Yep. Um, they make themselves available. It's like, well, sweet, I can pick up the kids today from school, honey. Like, don't mm -hmm. worry about it. I got it, um, which is good to do occasionally, yep. but not at the expense of putting in the time that's required to grow your skill. Um, so, what does it look like? It depends on on how you get into it. If you get into it with um, with a bank then a lot of times banks are going to have salaried employees. Gotcha. Um, that's more of, uh, in my honest opinion, is more of kind of like an entry level. There's some that have been in, in the banking side for a long time, which are, are is kind of a, an anomaly to it where they just love the bank, they've built the relationship, and they've been there forever, they know what they're doing. Mm -hmm. But a lot of times it's people that need that guarantee because they haven't built their own business mm -hmm. um, or that they've been in it a long time and never shifted away towards growing their own business and they're just relying on the bank for helping them out. Mm -hmm. um, and so you can be either on a set salary or a salary plus bonus or commissions. Um, the average, I believe I've looked it up a couple times, it shifts over the years. The average income for a loan officer, I think ranges between like 50 and $60,000 a year. Gotcha. But that's factoring in everybody, right? The, mm -hmm. the low end, which is a bulk zeros. of it. <laughs> and then like the top, you know, the 80-20 the rule, right? Yep. Like 20% of the people, generate 20, 80% of the business. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and Or the so, top one percenters. Yeah, right? Like, And so that's where uh, <laughs> we, uh, we, we we try to not focus on and, and focus on that top echelon mm -hmm. um, where you know you can you can make six figures pretty easily if you're dedicated and focused to it. Mm -hmm. um, if you're in the top arena, then you're making half a million to a million dollars depending on, on how your, your structure is set up. Different companies mm -hmm. operate a little bit different, right. um, so I don't want to speak for, for every company that's out there, but you can make a lot of money. Once you get pat, to get past that, that million dollar range, then that's where you get more into 
um, more of ownership of, of a company or, gotcha. or having other pieces to management where you're, you're doing more recruiting and things like that in addition to your own production. Um, but you can make really good money. I've been cool. super, super blessed and fortunate to um, you know, have, the, have the life that I do, have the understanding, have the mentors that I've had around me to help mm -hmm. coach me and guide me and build my business the way that I have. That's so cool. Well, tell us a crazy story real quick. Uh, crazy story. Yeah. Okay. Until I, after your crazy story, I'm going to tell you guys one main reason why you should use kit that's coming from me. Sweet. So go ahead. Appreciate that. Um, so crazy story. I'll give you, um, I'll give you a, a brutal, brutally honest real estate crazy story. Um, so my, my Vegas property, um, I told you I got it paid off. Like I'm not worried about cash flow. I'm not retiring right now. Mm -hmm. So I had a, a tenant move out mm -hmm. and I had a, a neighbor across the street that had told me he wanted to his sister to move in. So I was like, oh, mm -hmm. cool. Well, I'll hit him up. I got busy. Home was sitting vacant. Um, reached out to him. He's like, oh yeah, let me follow up with you. Mm -hmm. Month goes by, two months go by. And then I call him up. I'm like, hey, I haven't heard from you. What's up? He's like, oh, I thought you got it rented out. Oh, man. And I'm like, what? Yeah. It's like, yeah, somebody's living there. I'm like, oh, no. no. So this is my, this is, if you've ever heard of squatters, oh, no. um, these are homeless people that are, are you, that are intelligent, um, but not directing their intelligence towards something legitimate. Yeah. And, uh, and so <laughs> you go and show up and say, hey, like you need to get out of the house. Um, I actually, what I did was uh, I, I called the power company. I'm like, oh, I'm just going to shut the power off and they'll know like, hey, we're, we're busted. Let's yeah. get out. Right. Um, and, uh, and so I shut the, call the, the power company, have the, have them turn off, you know, remotely they go in this mm -hmm. type in, turn off. And, um, and then I call, I call them like a week later. I'm like, Hey, are they still there? And they're like, yeah, they're still there. I'm like, what? How what? are these people like, living without power? Yeah. So I, so I go down, show up with the cops and they have, they have jumped the power box. Wow. Got these, these big, you know, like 18 inch drill bits, two of them yeah. in the power box and they've hot wired the whole house. Holy <laughs> and, and so cow. then, you know, so then the power company shows up, they do the, the actual physical disconnect of the power. Yeah. And, uh, and then, you know, we go through the whole, the whole process of then having to evict them because they move, they, they break in and they have a lease agreement, a fake lease agreement that says mm. we, we signed with somebody Yeah. and we don't know who it is because we can't contact them but we have this. Yeah. So now you have to go through the eviction process. So it buys them like another month. Wow. Um, so that's a crazy real estate story, yeah. but is it worth it in the end? Absolutely. Oh, like, yeah, I'm, I'm making tons of money. I didn't yeah. you know, really lose anything. They were okay. Fortunately, they didn't damage the home. Yeah. Um, so that's like, a crazy real like... estate story. So there are, there are some, uh, some cons to owning real estate. If, if you let a house sit vacant for a long time, like I did, which I will never do again. I've yeah. learned my lesson. Oh, 100%. So, um, but, uh, <laughs> that was funny. There is some cons in this business and then there's some cons. Yes, there, there are. So it's, it's not all rainbows and butterflies. Yeah. Uh, that's awesome, man. Well, um, I'm going to tell everybody really quick that there's one reason why I want to tell everybody that you, they should use you. And it's kind of, uh, kind of going to be silly. Um, because it's just one, it's what's happening tonight. So oh, I'm excited for this. I'm excited to right. see how you say this. <laughs> so Kit does an amazing client appreciation event. And for all the realtors out there, this is the main reason why I love Kit. Um, beyond just all the education, he lets us utilize all of his client appreciation events or events in general and kind of piggyback off those so that we can also 
utilize those and increase our space um, or our sphere of influence. And so tonight is Hunger Games. Yeah. And he bought out the entire theater, and we're all going to go and watch Hunger Games together. I love the client appreciation events because I think that Kit does a really good job of providing a service back to his clients, his friends, his family. Um, And I find that to be a huge value just in a a personal relationship. Plus, um, it's fun to be around somebody that wants to give back, right? Um, You kind of mentioned the handout um, of different lenders and just different people in general that might be out there. But like I said, when you have a partnership, a true partnership, it is amazing. So number one, I just want to say the silly side, Hunger Games. If you guys want to go see a movie two times a year, become become one of Kit's clients, and then you get to go to client appreciation. (laughs) That's that's all I do. I just do movies. I'm terrible at mortgages, but I do movies, so use me. Mortgages are good. Mortgages are good. But the movies are amazing. (laughs) So I want to say the last one that we went to was the Mission Impossible Part 1 of the uh, whatever it's called. I can't remember the title, but it was Part 1. And I remember we took a picture after the movie, and we were kind of sweaty. And so the movie wasn't, <laughs> it was intense. <laughs> and so I just love. My forearms were hurting because I was clenching <laughs> yeah. the armrest. <laughs> but it was awesome. So, and, and on a serious note for realtors out there and the general public, um, the communication piece. So bar, bar none, uh, if you want to have great communication with your lender, the person who's going to be providing you with the service of the biggest purchase of most people's lives, um, you want solid communication for that. And so. On the light note, we love the movies, but on the serious note, as realtors and the lenders, or as realtors and general public out there, Kit's amazing. Um, in oh, fact, he closed my last deal for my personal house, um, yeah. and it was amazing. Great communication, got all the work done, got the best rate, and so I couldn't be happier. So oh, thank, thank you. you. You're kind. I appreciate that. Yeah. Super grateful for uh, for you and for all you do for me, for everybody that supports me, which is why I like doing those events, just because yeah. I've been super blessed. It is amazing. Well, that's it for episode 83.5. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you, Kit. Yeah, thanks for having me. Love having everybody here. And if you guys found value out of this, like, share, and comment down below. And also, if you guys want to come to a client appreciation event or you want to find Kit's classes, we're going to have links down below for you guys to check it all out. So it's going to be amazing. Cool. All right. Thanks, everybody. We'll see you.